0: Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history, right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. I'm gonna spell it out for you. Ball game.
1: This dude was right when he called you out on his podcast.
0: This is gonna end very badly.
1: You ain't stepped up, you fell off. I'm not a good guy. You don't get a trophy for participation and these two right here well they're my insurance policy this is a great show no enhancement needed hello everyone here we are once again this is the wishful booking wrestling podcast my name is jimmy moorcraft and i am joined by my co-host liam liam
0: how are you feeling after the biggest party of the summer (laughs) (laughs) thanks for reminding me yeah, I'm feeling like I've watched a lot of wrestling the yeah, past I few days.
1: Yeah, I wiped out. I praise everyone around me, my family, my boyfriend. I was on vacation and sat through TakeOver Yeah, in the so, car. Well, on that's the way not to fair. D-
0: sat through TakeOver. You sat through a lot, but you enjoyed TakeOver, I would Well, imagine. I
1: meant my family and them being in the hotel room. We had two TVs in the same room, so like, oh, nice. we had our own. But after dinner on Saturday night, watched TakeOver. Um, on the way to dinner on Sunday, watched the pre-show. After dinner, when we were home, watched SummerSlam and... Nice. some margaritas and... Uh, Glad to hear it. So, yes, of course, we are talking about the multiple days, uh, four to be exact, of programming WWE gave us. Whether we enjoyed all four days or not, we will discuss throughout the show. <laughs> uh, I do have to say, though... Um, oh, you didn't know! Good tease. Certainly the biggest event of this weekend that we've yeah. all been looking forward to yeah. for a long a time. Huge
0: wrestling show, an amazing wrestling so show, so
1: amazing. Um, of course, uh, you're talking about. We'll talk about, about Summerslam a little after, but what we're talking about now is NXT Takeover. Naturally, Brooklyn. naturally, um, <laughs> we're not going to go into every single little minute detail on results. Uh, you just made the list. Just a real quick breakdown of the card and what happened at the show. Uh, The show opened up with Johnny Gargano against Andrade Cien Almas, which uh, there were so many matches that you could argue were the best match of the night. Uh, Well, three, I would say. The other two were great.
0: I mean, they all had their moments.
1: Andrade and Johnny was an incredible match. I wasn't expecting to get what I did. I, I mean, Johnny's incredible, but Andrade has been kind of just going along and yeah this was his um, best match of NXT. oh my god by absolutely far. and uh, the finish With Johnny came, wrestling yes the, Aptly named. The, by the way did you notice how cut he looked he, he never good. Looked, he definitely that, looked good. oh my yeah. god but uh you, you
0: love so good to me
1: so, yeah, they had a great back-and-forth match until the end when Andrade's new manager, who is both beautiful, and I like her her managing technique. Uh, again, this isn't an NXT recap show, so she's I'm not going to... being gonna... hot on
0: the outside. You, you so good to me.
1: Yeah, but, but I, I like how she's focusing Andrade and just, like, Maurice doesn't, like, really do much more than, like, clap for the Miz. Right, like, by comparison. She was, you know, more of a coach in a way, and I really liked that story and how it played out, leading until the final moments when she threw the DIY shirt in Johnny's face.
0: I wish they held on the shirt a little bit longer and made it clear. The announcers mentioned it afterwards, but they didn't really... You know, I mean, I knew what it was right away, and it's yeah. such a, as opposed to just throwing anything else at him, like that shirt specifically, yeah. throw it right in his face.
1: And I thought this was a foregone conclusion that Johnny was going to win. Obviously, the plan, I'm assuming, would have been Johnny versus Tommaso if he wasn't injured at Chicago. Of course. So I would assume that this was a good way to get Johnny uh, acclimated even further as a singles wrestler. And uh, he did just that. A loss certainly is not going to hurt him. Uh, no, I, I, think it,
0: I think it kind of feeds into the story. This no, telling. absolutely. Yeah. I Can like he just put. DIY in the past and yeah. you know, we're learning. So maybe not so much.
1: Yeah. You lose I'm assuming he will get his win back eventually. Um, I think the program will continue. With him and Andrade. Okay. Um, Just because if Tommaso's not there, he's going to need something. And this is a good program to not carry over until the next takeover, but at least maybe be one more main event on NXT tapings, which are happening this week.
0: Right. Because I could see him in similar situations with different people where there's others. Yeah, they could do that. Others that, that, like Andrade, could have used the win over him and can and, you know, will get the win until Tommaso returns. And it isn't until after he can finally overcome uh, Thomas O. Ciampa. And then he can move on with his career. And yeah. And that momentum. and
1: So, yeah, 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 I gave this match four and a quarter stars. Uh, really incredible. And after this was the NXT Tag Team Championship match. Oh, my uh, God. The Authors of Pain, who looked really cool. I liked their reptilian-like um
0: Creepy wardrobe. Masks. Yeah. Uh,
1: going up against Sanity, who they needed a breakout moment. They were... A faction that I really liked. I liked the aesthetic. They, Definitely, they're not ones to do a lot of backstage promos, so it was hard to kind of really gauge. Yeah, but they're not really a backstage interview
0: type group. Yes, I read the script, right? I don't read the script. Script reads me.
1: The most about Sanity, you know, the concept of their team, I got from an interview Eric Young did a few months ago with ESPN, where he said it's like a post-apocalyptic group essentially because they don't really go into detail oh, about Doomsday they
0: yeah so well they're just they're here to cause chaos yeah they're like the wyatt um, family or
1: you know yeah probably the best example uh nonetheless this was a really good match it was 12 it was minutes awesome match which i think was a really good time i for one had a great time personally with this match the authors of pain their prior competitors the revival diy were yeah. really good workers the yeah, Authors yeah, yeah. of pain I take nothing against them. When they first became champions, I thought this is way too soon. They're still really raw. Okay. But those two teams, I really believe, helped up their game because they have improved in the ring. You know, besides just being a strong team, you need more, and they have that. Yeah. And um, the Eric Young tease was excellent. Him and I, I,
0: honestly, I question that. It was a great moment. Don't get me wrong, but I question that just because it seemed like Killian Dane was kind of their advantage. You know, if they had one against Authors of Pain in this situation. So I like the change up. And the fact that it ultimately, you know, Killian Dane obviously came into play towards the well, end, and exactly. they wound up winning I think the match. The at the end of the day, it was a great call. But had that cost them the match, I would have questioned it a little bit more than I guess I am.
1: Yeah, and also at the same time, Eric Young was absent during this program. I know you don't watch NXT every week, but he wasn't completely uh, absent from the video well. He package. didn't show up until uh, I'm pretty sure the go home episode. It was just Killian. Oh, that Jane. was when they, yeah, when they uh, people were wondering where
0: he is. Handcuffed the guy to the, yeah, yeah, okay. Shall we go to jail?
1: So I, I like that they did that. And again, it helped protect Killian in a way because he had a really awesome moment when he yeah. body slammed Nikki into, I think it was, I, I don't one know. One of the authors Racer, of pain. you right Razor or Akam, one of them. Yeah, it was Akam. But uh, it was an awesome match. I did think Sanity was going to win, to be honest. Um, oh, you did? I but did. That was totally
0: by surprise.
1: Yeah, I did think they were, they were going to win, but I had no idea the match was going to be as good as it was. It was really, um, really good. I gave this match three and three quarter stars.
0: Nice. Um And this story really was that the four person faction overcame the authors of Pain and Paul Ellery. Yeah. The like, yeah, absolutely. Which just makes sense. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener.
1: After the match, we had Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish come in. I don't know if they're going to refer to as Red Dragon in NXT, um, but nonetheless- dragon again. they again. Red Dragon. in the NXT tag team division. Um, they appear later on in the night, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but did you think it was necessary to have them in both matches? Because I kind of I feel like that I would have I, rather them not do that a TakeOver, personally. To me,
0: that was their way of circumventing what everyone expected to happen, which was just to have Adam Cole show up at the end. I thought. You mean to have Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly show up twice?
1: Yeah, see, I feel like if they only showed up at the end, it would have showed that, all right, well, that's a big deal. It's showing that they're reforming, and then having Adam Cole would be a bonus.
0: See, I kind of like... I expected
1: Adam Cole more, because we had already saw them.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. See, I don't think... I think their plan was that people were thinking, okay, so Adam Cole will show up some other time, not at TakeOver. Like, now now that the team showed up... And I like that when the whole show was going off the air, I was thinking, okay, so they're trying to take control. These guys are going after the tag champions, the new tag champions, and Adam Cole is going to be going after Drew McIntyre. No, I mean, I understood it. I just
1: would have done it all in the one segment and show that it was like a stable and then maybe on NXT TV interrupt the sanity and whatever the case yeah being.
0: i guess also because they had been on an tv already they figured it was okay yeah
1: but not as a tag team so that was you know they had separate matches both with alistair black which were great but no i see what you mean i'm looking forward
0: to nonetheless what's Happenally. happening um roh takeover you think roddy strong is gonna join him uh real quick um,
1: i don't know about join. it's possible
0: you gotta keep them separated <laughs>
1: Uh, It's possible. Definitely looking forward to what's going to happen Uh, next. Aleister Black, Hideo Itami. This match was good. Uh Uh-oh,
0: but... It was a great match, you know. It underwhelmed you a little bit based on your expectations and based on the rest of the card. And, like, in
1: my opinion, Aleister Black put on a much better match with Kyle O'Reilly... Previously, oh, and I just thought been the me day to with Tommy match. would be yeah. just a little more. It was still good. It was three and a half star match. It was just there wasn't. It was a different type of match. You know, it wasn't yeah. near falls. It was more aggressive, and, and it, But it was good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. anything.
0: I don't. Know. I thought it was a really good match. You know, I didn't really go into it with that high of expectations. Like you said, I don't watch NXT every week. Um, but yeah, I expected it to be a really good match, and in my opinion, it didn't disappoint. I, I think the whole, really the whole card. Yeah. The oh, wrestling, absolutely. Yeah was just really, really good. I mean, yes, they made some choices that, you know, may have made it a little bit different than you were expecting. But I think you were wrong. It was sick. Gotcha.
1: And then we have what I believe to be the match of the night. Um, And at least in the running for uh, runner-up of match of the weekend is Ember and Asuka Moon. Excuse me! Ember Moon and Asuka for the NXT (laughs) Women's Championship. And I got to tell you, from the way they built the match to the eclipse happening literally a day after this, and yeah. then talking about it, Yeah. to hashtag the streak. You know, I was like, I'm... Goldberg Ember, and Kevin Nash tweeting I about Ember, my, support for yeah, I thought Ember was going to win, and... Oh, man. Um, I gotta
0: say, I had had the match spoiled, like I had told you, before I watched it. Even still, when she hit that solar eclipse, I was like, that's it. She's going to win, because yeah. Asuka had already... She's already being pinned... For two and seven eighths, and then she gets this finisher that's one of the strongest finishers in a while. When the was way she it's pinned? Been presented that? No, there had been near falls leading up oh, to that okay. point in the match, and she's already pinned for like just before three, and then this finisher gets hit. That's a really strong finisher, and she kicks out in the exact same you know just before three once again. Yeah, I, I just don't thought know. it's a little you know I wish she had held back and kicked out a little earlier before it maybe or. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I just I thought you were talking about the fact that there was the eclipse, the kick out, and then that really strong super kick. Because at the super kick, I thought, "Shit, that's it." Like, yeah, she, it makes sense, Asuka, You know, there
0: was a few things in a row where I just thought, "All right, well, if that doesn't get it, the next thing has to." And the next thing was like a huge thing. You just made the list, and I'm like, oh, that didn't get it by seemingly the same amount,
1: yeah, I mean this I mean this was essentially a new japan style match, I yeah, mean, and I think that for the streak and for Asuka, they're building her up, I did expect. Her to kick out of the eclipse in this match. I just thought that Ember would hit another one and then win. Yeah. So I was expecting the kick out upon the first one just because the move has been protected since last year at Takeover Brooklyn. She debuted yeah. against Billy Kay. Yeah. So yeah. it's been a year of people not kicking out of it. So I thought it'd be okay for Asuka to be the one to kick out and then get pinned by it. So she kicks out, which was an incredible moment nonetheless. And everything preceding that was built upon Ember's uh, injury, which yeah. Asuka did to Ember mm-hmm. to not let her win number one contendership back at Chicago. Right. So that also kept into the story um, that uh, suplex with the arm behind her on the ramp was brutal. Yeah. And then the sequence after yeah, the superkick with uh, Ember, uh, Asuka trying to cheat and then the ref catching her. And then the... Emberger? Ember trying to catch her. The eventual Asuka lock and the tap out. I think an Ember Moon victory may have possibly gotten mixed reactions to really? the crowd. Yeah. And her losing the way she did, I think, elevates her stock more yeah. than it would have otherwise. Um, do you
0: think that maybe the plan was for her to win and then it got changed at a certain point? Like, do you mm, think that they're gun-shy so. on ending this Asuka streak? No. And I think, I don't know if you read recently when Triple H had an interview saying how when the draft
1: happened and the Superstar Shakeup happened, Vince wanted Asuka. And Triple H literally said...
0: I'm not, I heard like, I, you no, literally no, 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 I, I heard that. It's funny you say that because I heard that about somebody, but I didn't actually click the link, so I didn't it know who Asuka, it was, yeah. and Asuka makes perfect sense. And he literally said, quote,
1: if he took Asuka we'd be doomed. I don't really believe that personally, because yeah. it kind of I don't know about it, it kind that. of makes the rest
0: of your roster seem a little Useless by comparison.
1: Uh, it, I mean, it elevates Asuka, but I don't think she really needs any more elevation no, at this yeah. point. I mean, 500 plus days as champion
0: also, is incredible. Also, you got this Mae Young tournament, which, by the way, I watched the Bracketology for Me that. Me too, yeah. That's looking really good. Yeah. And those are a lot of women that could feasibly be folded into the NXT women's yeah. division.
1: Well, Stephanie McMahon did an interview, uh, and she said that the Mae Young Classic would be crowning a women's champion. And the text was edited out of the online version, but huh. included in the print version. Yeah. So people assume that Asuka would be called up after Takeover, and then the Mae Young Classic would be for the vacant title. Now okay. I don't know if Stephanie spoke out of turn. So regardless, because yeah. we don't know what exactly they're getting. I mean, they did show I don't know if you noticed that statue that kept showing during bracketology, that yeah. crystal looking thing. Yeah. So but nonetheless, yeah, I'm looking forward to I mean, Oscar we know is unfortunately out uh six to eight weeks with a broken collarbone. Yeah, it's um sucks. with the takeover schedule that may not even actually affect I'm so, hearing rumblings online that possibly the title may be stripped, but it would be terrible if this is how her reign ends. Because, yeah. But I
0: don't think that's necessary. I, if anything,
1: I'd well, run a really big tournament. You don't think tournament. it's a
0: convenient way to vacate the title without having to like, set a precedent? No,
1: I just think that... No, I really don't. I, I just, no. at this point, that reign is so incredible. I'd rather her just win the Women's Championship on Raw and SmackDown and do what
0: Paige did. Yeah, Especially
1: yeah. since TakeOver, the next one isn't until November. So I'm pretty sure she may even be good before that. Okay, so, so you in can that, build up someone in, in that the meantime, regard.
0: You think they should do what they did with CM Punk when he had the streak and got injured, even though he's technically not defending the title on over 30 days. Just write him off TV and make it work and have like a yeah. I mean, look at Brock. In the Meantime, look at Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? Just because so, the streak is too big.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's also been done before. So I think with someone
0: like Oscar, you can definitely you know definitely do that. definitely update Oscar relinquished the NXT title. This happened since we recorded, and they say she's negotiating with Ron SmackDown. So, next up, wishful booking Asuka on the main roster.
1: So, yeah, I gave this match four and a half stars. I thought it was absolutely incredible. It was. And then the main event, Bobby Roode versus Careful. Drew McIntyre.
0: You're not leaving a lot of headroom on the stars. You don't want to have to do anything crazy like uh, add yeah, a six star. Yeah, right. Uh, Who would so, do that? Good day, sir! Bobby
1: Roode and Drew McIntyre was really good. Uh, I read this online, and I thought about it. The whole bagpipe entrance with Drew McIntyre was kind of confusing because that's like an Irish thing
0: yeah uh, well but I mean it was still it was Scottish too bagpipes yeah I guess I think bagpipes are the, actually more Scottish yeah I think deluder.
1: the issue that the NYPD one is like particularly Irish but it's yeah really true. a small that's true but whatever so Bobby matches is really interesting because he does great character work but he just he's very similar to Triple H in the way that they have slow methodical styles yeah and during a show like this where there's been so much action and Incredible matches starting it off slow, and I thought about this ahead of time because the matches with Shinsuke and Nakamura were good matches, don't get me wrong. But I'm bored,
0: brother. Same kind of thing. It's
1: usually 10 minutes of feeling each other out, a few big spots, headlocks, mm-hmm. and then you know, 10 minutes of like giving it up and doing near falls and whatnot. Yeah, um, give me that whatnot. This one deviated from that a little bit. The Tilt to World Backbreaker on the apron, the blockbuster on the outside. This one definitely attempted yeah. to both from really that. cool yeah the
0: tilt of world to the apron was awesome awesome
1: yeah and the shinsuke matches one of them i forgot which pay-per-view it was because they had two matches one of them was 28 match up uh, 28 minutes so this one was 20 matches so this <laughs> one a 28 match series yeah so this one was 22 minutes which i thought was a perfect time limit uh yeah. drew mcintyre wins with the second claymore
0: that was awesome uh, it was a really great match how'd you um, feel about after two glorious DDTs in pretty rapid succession He's rolling over for the third and that's when he was able to turn around to the Claymore. Yeah, I mean
1: I guess it's a sim- I mean it's similar to the Asuka yeah. I- issue earlier in yeah. the night. I mean I guess there's the notion of like adrenaline and it also shows that Bobby Roode could've beaten him. Gear. So it's not like the finish protected him, but it did show that he could have won if he wasn't yeah. being so glorious essentially And you know.
0: If he wasn't going for that third. Yeah, he probably could have beat, beat him off of the second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, But then after the match, we talked about it already, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly come back out, and then I would have rather Adam Cole's music hit, because when AJ Styles debuted, nobody knew, first of all, everyone knew Adam Cole was going to be there, I mean, I was expecting it. But I just feel like the crowd saw him like five seconds before the camera showed him. So I'm like, oh, like there's someone else coming out. It's obviously Adam Cole. They do that sometimes with NXT in particular. Mm -hmm. So it's a small thing. But Adam Cole looked great. Very Shawn
0: Michaels to me. He looked, Um, that's a good call. He looked a lot like Shawn Michaels.
1: So, um, yeah. So obviously that's the next program. So uh, anything about? I
0: mean, nah, just awesome main event. I really, really, really enjoyed it. As we'll get to Bobby Roode's not gonna have a rematch or anything like that. You're okay with that? Because I mean, absolutely.
1: Really, yeah. they really they kind of crowded left it, now. Yeah, it's that's crowded. the thing.
0: They left it off a takeover with kind of no room for. Him.
1: And Leo Rush just signed. I don't know if you're familiar with Leo Rush. I've heard um, the name. I, I think he could have went right to 205 Live. He's a cruiserweight essentially. Okay. So, but he's at the at the Performance Center. So, uh, and you have Johnny still. You have Andrade of Aleister Black. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not so much, not much wishful
0: booking necessary down there.
1: No, and that's the thing. I mean, Triple H, if he takes over one day, we are in good hands because that is how you book a show and you yeah. build to the future. Yep. Uh, now it is yes. time for the other show that happened this weekend. Oh, well, that's uh, right, another show happens yeah. Sunday, right? Uh, Monday Night Raw. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Sunday Slam. Summer Slam. Uh, pre-show we'll go into very quickly. The first match happened with literally no one in the audience. It was essentially an oh, empty God. arena match. Ms. versus Jordan and the Hardy Boys. Great
0: way to treat the Hardys.
1: Great way to treat the Hardys. To give Miz the win, I like, because I feel like they were almost throwing them a bone because you're on the pre-show in front of nobody, so let's give you the pinfall. But it also yeah, but the, makes Jason Jordan getting a title shot. the Hardys shot. and
0: Jason Jordan a win for the same reason. It
1: also... Well, yeah, but Miz is the Intercontinental Champion. So, I mean, you know, the Hardy sure. Boys I get, but... But at the same time, why would I care about a Jason Jordan mismatch now? Because on Monday Night Raw, Jason Jordan is in a match with Finn Balor just because, and he lost again. So yeah, I don't that know was what's weird. happening there. That was weird.
0: Uh, so that was that match. Apparently, security, there was an issue letting people in the arena. But if anything, I don't know why they wouldn't just hold the match until the arena is a bit more full, right? Yeah, well,
1: I'm sure they have a schedule they have to go by and stuff like that. You know, yeah, mix it up.
0: Your schedule's not concrete. You have well, an I mean, empty re- you have I certain just, things I would have done, to any, would have done I mean, anything to avoid that. Even in the moment, like, all right, we have to hold this match. Look at this arena. Right
1: yeah, now. I mean, the only other option is they would have previewed other matches in that slot. So I guess it would have exactly. been possible. That's what uh, I would have done. But yeah, I mean, I gave the match two stars because they did put in a lot of effort for literally being in front of nobody. Yeah. And the wrestling wasn't bad.
0: Yeah. I'd give it a four out of ten.
1: Uh, going yeah. forward, we have a Cruiserweight Championship match. Tozawa defending against Neville. Uh, Neville wins with a red arrow to the back. Um, I, you know, was not surprised that it happened. No. Um, I just don't know what the point of it was. I would have kept Neville's reign going. I think that he, him and Asuka right now are, Asuka's above everybody, but Neville had the other longest reign right now. And I don't. Just for the sake of calling him a two-time champion, I don't think was necessary. This match was my least favorite of them so far, and they've had some pretty good matches between them. Yeah. Um, I gave it two and three-quarter stars. Yeah. I just lacked something for me, this this
0: match, personally. Yeah. It wasn't anything special. I don't think it was any better than their match on Raw when Tozawa won the title.
1: I think that match was better, actually. Didn't oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep.
0: I definitely can't yeah. argue that. Um I feel like a lot of people were expecting for whatever reason, Tezawa to win the title at SummerSlam, so I think that had something to do with it. They gave him, yeah, maybe to break up Neville's reign a little bit for whatever reason, and maybe to just you know acknowledge that Tezawa is a real threat to Neville. I thought they were just gonna continue with the shoulder injury storyline, which I mean, unless I'm wrong, like they pretty much just dropped halfway through.
1: Uh, they I, picked they it up it again a on Five
0: Live this week, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they really didn't mention it at SummerSlam during the
1: match. No, not... I mean, they did a few times, you know, the, the, in, the previously injured shoulders. was like yeah. one comment. but yeah, it was no, a built-in
0: reason for Tozawa, like you said, yeah. to just have the match at SummerSlam um, and not to win at all.
1: Yeah. And then on Five Live, uh, Tozawa invoked his rematch clause and Neville again won. And something else happened, but we'll get into that a little bit into the show. Okay. Uh, the last match of the pre-show was the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Yeah. We Which was the second best match of the entire SummerSlam card. By the way. Top three match of the weekend, and it was on the pre-show.
0: It was you that said that they wouldn't just suddenly have an amazing kickoff show out of nowhere since all the kickoff shows are far from must-see, Well, I mean, right? to be fair,
1: they didn't have an amazing show. One match
0: was good, but yeah, what I did tell you is one that... One of the matches was one of the matches and the night.
1: It was, but at the same time, if they wanted to do that, I would have then put Randy Orton and Rusev on that card to yeah. make them feel important. And maybe even the big show and cast match. Not that that's oh, a major match, big show but cast match. it's still veteran, big like show, and a big
0: storyline. If and, you're wrestling for a title, it's apparently not as important as if you're wrestling a match with a shark cage over the ring. Right.
1: So, you know, I agree with you in that if there was, that's, you know, another match with major people, it would You're have been a good show right.
0: It should have been the three-on-three three in a more full arena, the shark cage match, and the main event of the kickoff, Randy Orton versus Rusev. Have it go exactly the way it did, and I yep. think it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. And then, lo and behold, all your title matches are on the main show, where they actually feel important, as if they were, uh, you know, titles on the line. They make sure
1: you and booty! Yeah, and with that being said, the match was great. <laughs> Um, they always have great matches. It was right. an
0: awesome match. Definitely one of the matches of the entire show, and it wasn't even technically on the show. Right.
1: I do think that, well, I gave it four stars, which is great. I mean, there were, yep. all, there were only, I, was... I think, one other match on the card. I gave it four stars, and then TakeOver had three, four or higher, but that was TakeOver, that's which the, was better.
0: That's developmental. Yeah,
1: so. that's developmental side <laughs> of it. But I do find that they run into, it's almost similar to the Bobby Roode kind of match because the beginning of their matches are just ho ho hum and then it's like the last five minutes of really crazy spots yeah which doesn't take anything away from the work involved or anything like that you know but for example the biggie spear through the ropes that's an incredible spot but that's been done for three years now
0: the brooklyn crowd i feel like he hasn't done it as much
1: lately no but it also isn't like novel the uso alley-oop they call it where they toss xavier woods over the top rope onto xavier yeah so they did do some things to add it up, but it was still an amazing, great match, and I wouldn't have done the title change. I mean, I'll say that yeah. right now. That was no, I wouldn't have either. I don't know what Especially with the, night, why.
0: Of, the night of title changes that we still yeah, have yet to come. Yeah, that was
1: a weird decision. I mean, at first I'm thinking, well, there aren't many tag teams on the show. They already did Brazongo, which I would have eventually built a Brazongo beating Usos because they are really
0: good wrestlers, Fandango and Breeze. Yes. and they've caught on. I mean. Right.
1: So I was thinking that all
0: right, you know, New Day and
1: Usos are having good matches. There's no reason to deviate from them. And then on SmackDown Live, we find out that Chad Gable is going to be having a new tag team partner. Yeah. Daniel Bryan reveals to be. Ain't, Ain't no stopping me, me. no. Um, Shelton Benjamin is returning; has returned to SmackDown Live he's, to join he's with Chad he's Gable. Back. So again, we're not going to be going into SmackDown per se. We're going to be talking about relevant details. But Benjamin, I mean, it was his first time in W programming in years, so I don't blame him, but super awkward. Yeah. I mean, that whole... And oh, did I didn't even... you get what he said no. when he left the screen?
0: Nope. How many did... Be, I, be? the, you could tell by his face the it was closed to be captioning like funny didn't even pick cute. it up.
1: You're kidding. I rewound it twice. I hired it to 50 at yeah. 3 in the morning, twice, and I then put closed captioning on, and it picked up didn't. everything else but that. <laughs> it cuts to, I think the yeah. next thing was... Um, he I mumbled. forgot. He Maybe mumbled Naomi something. and... Oh, no, it was Kevin Owens looking for the ref thing. Oh, right, right, right. With uh, Rizango. I mean, maybe it's I'm getting sucked into this American world that we're in with this racism and stuff. But, like, isn't it a little cringeworthy that, like, you're putting... Like, are they not just recreating the world's greatest tag team? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't... Well, there were those... I just feel like that wouldn't have happened if the world's greatest tag team didn't happen. Oh, no, it wouldn't have. So And that's where, like, I don't mind it, but, like, at the same time, it's like... Gable was being this really good singles performer. Yeah. Like, he was, I mean... It doesn't matter! I would he have rather him on wasn't winning matches. No, but he could have been built and started winning, and I don't know. I... I... I don't know. Yeah, but no, I, I know, think I agree, that you. they're eventually gonna enter a program with the Usos and probably Well win. did you
0: catch the one thing that did happen is Brian asked him if they wanted a match next week and Shelton seemed to be hesitating yeah, whereas that was Gable weird. said yeah.
1: What well, I don't understand. Well, I think
0: I think what they were going for is that Gable is like the excited rookie. He's ready to dive in head first, whereas Beltman is Belteman. Whereas Benjamin is probably like a good name <laughs> for <a> wrestler. <laughs> Beltman. Beltiman. Whereas uh, Benjamin is more likely thinking, you know, let's let's get to know each other Brainstorm, a little bit before yeah. we dive right into a team.
1: It's similar to how Jason Jordan and Chad Gable actually became a team. I don't know if you remember their vignettes because Jason Jordan was looking for a tag team partner, and then Chad Gable like annoyed him like literally yeah, for yeah, eight yeah. or nine shows until he was they joined about it. Yeah. So it was kind of, I mean, they were yeah, ready well, together. These guys, they're ready together. But at the same time, it's that similar thing of jumping in. And Jason the- Jordan was always like the straight man, and Chad Gable was doing things like that. So it's
0: a similar. Do you think there's any chance that down the road we see a Gable and Benjamin versus Jordan and Angle match? Uh,
1: I think oh, that uh, it's something that they should do. I don't think they'll ever do something like that, though, personally. No? No, I just think if Kurt Angle's in Russell, it's probably going to be major. Higher profile match. Yeah, yeah
0: no, I agree. I'm yeah. just, that, thought be cool, occur- though. that thought occurred to me when I was going over the yeah. different things they could do with these two.
1: Yeah, I did enjoy how Shelton's... Being on SmackDown Live was justified. Like, I did like how there was an actual story. Because they haven't been talking about the whole Raw SmackDown thing. And I don't know if you mm. noticed, but at TakeOver, they were there scouting talent. I don't know if you noticed in TakeOver that Brian. No, and, I didn't. So, Dana Bryan was talking to Billy Kane, Peyton Royce.
0: I remember that. No
1: Way Jose was there, too. And I remember then,
0: seeing them there, but I don't remember hearing that they were scouting There were rumors were online
1: talent. that they're doing, like, a... Ryan Satin said they're essentially doing a story where they're going to be scouting talent. Hmm. So, Bobby Roode's there. So, I don't know if maybe in the next couple of weeks we're going to be seeing... I mean, I found it weird that you chose Billy Kane, Peyton Royce to be talking to Daniel Bryan. So, I would love for them to be on SmackDown. So, I'm excited for that moving forward. Because, just like the Cruiserweight Classic, the Mae Young Classic is going to definitely... They're going to have people signed. Because five of the women already on NXT doing house shows Mm or been on TV... And the cruiserweight classic, half of those competitors were signed because of the division. Yeah, the May, it's hard for the people in the May Young Classic now because there are three women's divisions already. Yeah, the cruiserweight division was new, so they literally signed half the field. Yeah, to the 205 live show. Yeah, but I um, think that
0: the May Young tournament is a way to kind of get WWE to familiarize themselves a little bit more with each of the women. And maybe determine if there's a place for them and where that place is. Yeah, accordingly. I mean, I would even argue for a show with the women, and I would have, you yeah, know. I don't know if, if you need f- that. I mean, just distribute them accordingly amongst NXT. Raw and SmackDown, wherever they're Yeah, but think about
1: how many women are getting spotlighted now on Raw and SmackDown. You know what I mean? So I feel like if you have a show, you could have those women, a tag team division for women, Yeah, and then also you could have like a Raw Championship match on the show, an NXT Women's Championship match on the show. You could have cross-branded matches on that show. So they're still on their respected brands, but you have another outlet for the women to have matches that you otherwise wouldn't see. Emma, yeah, for example, why, why could be getting outlets... <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all Emma all the time. It always comes Well, even Emma. Mickey
1: James, you know, we and Mickey James could go against game. like an NXT person or to give experience. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like it's worth exploring in the future. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, no. SummerSlam opens yeah. with John Cena and sure Baron does. Corbin, which I do not agree with that opening match at all. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the match at all personally. No. no. Um, Felt like kind I... of a burial. I mean, Delete! Yeah. Delete! I wouldn't say a burial in terms of Rusev burial. um, Yeah. Because Corbin got in a majority of the offense of the match. Okay. Um, Yeah, he was. But it wasn't that good. It was just about 10 minutes. I gave it two and a quarter stars, which may seem pretty rough because of a John Cena match. But Mm -hmm. it just goes to show that John Cena needs a good opponent to really be great because his last couple of matches had Seth Rollins in it, Dana Bryan in it, CM Punk in it, um, Brock Lesnar.
0: His last SummerSlam matches. SummerSlam matches, right.
1: So um, AJ Styles. AJ. Well, how could I forget? I mean, so yeah, anything. Best wrestlers in the world, right there. Yeah, just one AA. I I don't really. What the fuck happened? Because it feels like some weeks or months they'll go through everybody kicking out of it, and then like eventually it'll be one. Yeah, and like nothing happens.
0: Yeah, I mean it is still a finisher. I, you know, it could could have been worse for Corbin. He could have kicked out of End of Days days and then had Corbin pinned after only one AA. Yeah, could have been worse. So anything else? As Rusev showed us. Uh, no, okay. no, it was yeah. very nothing.
1: Okay, not so much I to feel. say. And then we now have the SmackDown Women's Championship, which yeah. I was so you were pleased, shocked, and pleased. Mm-hmm. Uh, the match was good. I thought that they could have used some more time, but the time they were given, I do think they did really well.
0: Definitely, um, definitely.
1: It was a little slower. That's also due to Natalia's work rate. She does slower stuff. Yeah, more uh, methodical, methodical and whatnot. Uh, I and gave stereo. it three and a quarter stars. Okay. And Natalia That's wins right. with the sharpshooter, but my issue, and it may have possibly bumped it down half a star, why do people think that the sharpshooter affects the legs? It affects the lower back. And I do not yeah, understand why legs, they work on any... Back. Yeah, but it, they're just crossed. It doesn't necessarily... Yeah. It's essentially a Boston Crab, but the legs are crossed. Right. I'm sure it doesn't feel good on the legs, but it's hurting your lower back.
0: Yeah. That's what the... you know. Yeah. So I just hate that but Spock's Naomi, done Naomi so had the leg much. leg injury. She didn't have a lower back injury.
1: So work on the back during the match. Or maybe because the sharpshooter, sure, like you said, does affect the knees a little bit, do both. or I don't know. I just hate when... Because that's been done a lot. And I yeah. even read online the Uprox report said the same exact thing, and I thought it. But it was a good match. Again, I think they could have used some more time, but that's what happens when you're on a 10-match show. Um, yep. I thought both, Carmelo both was going to... Both matches could have
0: used more time,
1: personally. Uh Sasha and Alexa got almost fifteen minutes. Really, they both yeah. they
0: both felt like about ten minutes. Uh, Naomi special. and
1: how you got eleven.
0: 11 okay. and change. And Sasha both and felt like 10 14 to and change. Okay. They both felt like 10 to me. Yeah. Well, and, n- and nothing special.
1: I did struggle with rating the SmackDown and the Raw ones, uh, but I'll go into the Raw in a little bit. So Carmella didn't cash in. I'm really happy about Natalia. It sucks that she's a heel because I imagine how special that moment would have been if she was a baby face mm-hmm. taking down like a Charlotte or something. Right. Because it's been seven years since she's won a championship. And you could tell that because she's a heel, she couldn't be excited, yeah. which was great for her character. I liked the way that she took it, and she was confident. She knew she was going to win. But at the same time, I'm thinking about what a special moment that could have been if, you know, they built to this and she was a veteran babyface yeah. and been getting the shit run of yeah. things, that's which she has, literally, yeah. pooping, farting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anything about the Wis womens match besides No, I yeah, I,
0: I more or less agree. I mean, that's usually the case, what you're saying, with... Uh I'm not usually, but it's often the case in WWE where you know somebody is not able to kind of uh, emote emote as much as you would hope based yeah. on what we actually know versus the way they're presented on TV. Um, so I know what you're saying about that. I, yeah, I didn't really I thought it was interesting how they they called the sharpshooter the Hart family's sharpshooter.
1: Yeah, that was weird. I don't really know. <laughs> It was just like,
0: okay, is it stronger? Because yeah. it's the Hard Family Sharpshooter. Yeah. And, sharp
1: yeah. and Natalya got a decent reaction from Brooklyn, I have to say. Yeah. They were. Yeah,
0: um, Brooklyn appreciates a good wrestler.
1: And it did help. I don't necessarily want to say that Naomi was protected intentionally, but she was in it for two other times before when she actually tapped out. So yeah. it definitely made sense. The finish made sense, which I like. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. people were saying online how this is unnecessary. Like, I think the SmackDown Tag Team Championship title change was more necessary, despite how good the match was. Then the women's championship changed personally. How come? Because the way the match was laid out, Naomi was taking a brunt of the punishment. So mm. after the sharpshooter's on for the third time, it's believable that she's going to tap out. Yeah. With Big E, he just got a bunch of super kicks done because the New Day were isolated outside. That made sense because that's what the Usos did. But why take that championship off the New Day right now? It makes no sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Usos needed to. Like, the Usos went from walking out. The first title defense they have. To overcoming To now overcoming three of them. You know what I mean? So that's why I feel like why would you enter the new day nonetheless? And not even have the new day on SmackDown. So it makes you wonder if they're in the doghouse at this yeah. point. When I talk about it out loud now. Yeah. So uh, I like the title change. Um it sucks that Naomi literally only defended against Alexa Bliss and Lana for three straight times, but that was a reason my, you thought that's that. not my problem, you know? Yeah. That was so, a reason
0: that you thought Natalia might not win. Yeah. Because Naomi Yeah, can I use was blown When she tapped out, I was like so excited. So, Although uh, Naomi would have, I think, another win or two had she not gotten injured leading up to WrestleMania. Yeah, true, true. So. And you can't teach so, uh,
1: so yeah. Uh, moving on to what I think was the worst match of the show. Big Show versus Big Cass. <laughs> Ends that went a shark cage. Yep. It was just slow and plotting. And yeah. I, I just love that the, the, my enemy on Twitter, Mike Kiari from Ring West Radio, he will tell me how Big Cass is better than Braun Strowman. How, uh, no way. Oh, wow. yeah. And Braun Strowman, Big Show put on, if I were to grade their raw match, I would have given it a solid three and a quarter stars. This match, you know what I gave it? What one and a quarter?
0: Wow! And I don't think that's no. I I think it earned it. Yeah, there wasn't any spots. They didn't really the whole thing with Enzo getting out, and that
1: rendered the entire match moot because, like,
0: what? No, I thought thought it'd be funny. Wasn't funny. And Then he just gets kicked. Like I don't know. Killed the shark cage gimmick.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it should never be done again. I mean, he was smaller, so I, I just. I hated delete, it. Delete! 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 I wish we could delete
0: it. <laughs> um, anything you want to take away from that? Um, no, I think you about said it. I mean, it was, it was... My expectations were non-existent, and it lived up to that. Yeah. So, um, I, I, you know. So you get nothing!
1: Yeah, just... And I don't know how, how many times I had to zoom in on Big Show's hand. Even my boyfriend was saying, literally, the entrance, they zoomed in on that fucking hand. Four times walking in the ring. Like, we yeah. get it. Like, his and hands And it didn't hurt. really. Yep. Fa- I
0: mean, he worked on the hand, but I. Well, I, he did what could have been a match ending knockout punch if.
1: Yeah, true. Know, not for the broken also, hand. Also, I knew that something was happening with the shark cage because it was catastrophically lower. Did you notice that? It was. How definitely, low it was? Yep. It was so lower, I thought lower that maybe than maybe it like, had been before. I thought maybe, like, Big House was going to, like, pull it down or something or do something, like, oh, cool wow. to add some like something to it or, yeah. like, someone's going to get knocked into it because they're seven feet. So I pretty sure if Cass jumped he played basketball in college he probably would have been able to touch it at least oh
0: he could definitely touch
1: yeah. it yeah I don't know so if he could uh it. but now I knew why it was there and yeah I just wish it never happened yeah another match that I wish never happened and I thought that I would never rate another match that low on a pay-per-view let alone SummerSlam was Randy Orton and Rusev because yep. that got a solid half star only for the selling of the RKO that you wow. think may not yeah. even have been I, it looked like. Am I wrong? It so looked like a over. shoot RKO. I think and that that was the plan those, personally.
0: Those listeners out there that have seen the TNA Victory Road where Jeff Hardy showed up out of his head, let's say, and Sting had to call an audible and just pull him in for the Scorpion Death Drop, and Jeff Hardy was clearly not on board with that move happening or at least didn't know it was happening, didn't expect it to happen, that's what that RKO looked like to me is that Rusev didn't even know that he was about to get RKO'd and that Randy probably did it and shouted, Stay down It is out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the most out of nowhere RKO that ever yeah, happened.
1: Yeah, I think you have a good point. I, I, I think that was probably the plan all along. I just think that they missed a big opportunity. You had Rusev attack Randy before the match.
0: Yeah. For me that just put the exclamation point on the burial. You could you knew
1: that he was losing after what? No, no, I Oh, mean, looking hi- back. I mean at in it. hindsight, gotcha. yeah.
0: Like, that it was a burial. He's not anywhere on SmackDown. I'm just, I fear for, you know, Yeah. what could be going he on wasn't, there. Yeah,
1: you're right. He wasn't on SmackDown this week. Yeah, so I don't know what's happening, but yeah, I'm afraid to... Even though, speculate point, really. Yeah. If you need to protect well, was, Randy for some odd reason, then... That's just... Because I think Randy Orton's leaving right now. I don't think there's anything for him. Yeah.
0: So you get nothing!
1: Moving forward, we have the Raw Women's Championship, which, by a quarter of a star, I found better than Natalia and Naomi. Because of the time that they were given, I do think that their Great Balls of Fire match, which I gave four stars, was better than this.
0: Um, Despite the finish. Of the Great Bulls of Fire.
1: Well, yeah, because I, I thought i liked like to finish for Alexa Bliss's character. I went into this when we reviewed that show. Wouldn't have been my first call. This time, like I said, I gave it three and a half stars. Another title change. Why? I don't understand. Like, yeah. I understand Bailey is in the background. Sasha's walking out. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. Like, the reaction to Sasha, people agree with me, I feel like. She didn't get that big of a reaction. Yeah. Alexa Bliss is super over, which in this point, even if you're a heel, isn't a bad thing. No. I just I don't know. The match for me wasn't, and like I said, I gave it three and a half stars. But this is Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss, who has improved in my eyes one of the most improved post draft call ups along yeah. with Braun Strowman. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like not until like the last few minutes was there anything really. I don't know. Like there wasn't that many big spots, and yeah. it was enjoyable. Don't get me wrong. It was a good match. Yeah,
0: it was a good match. It was just. But no- I just think that their last sp-
1: match was so much better. Yes, yeah. the near and this,
0: falls and and this match was just nothing special.
1: Yeah, in my um, opinion, I don't. Especially I Alexa know. Bliss tapping out with the ropes like right there. I'm like, oh, she's gonna get to the ropes.
0: Yep. And she tapped I and I. I did not expect it. No, I didn't really think Sasha was winning to be honest. I didn't. Let yet. alone. I don't remember what we said, but I definitely was thinking. I said that. I think As the night unfolded. Or yeah. 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 Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Totally sounds familiar.
1: On Raw, Sasha Banks comes out, stupidly says that she's from Boston, which (laughs) I don't know why you would do that. Got booed right away. Yeah, Alexa Bliss comes out, (laughs) says that she's getting her championship match next week. I did like how Alexa Bliss made a very interesting note that I didn't realize. that? that? Sasha Banks has lost, because of the program with Charlotte, every single title defense. Because it would be, she'd win it on Raw, lose on pay-per-view. And that's when her title defenses would be. Yeah, I mean, with that theory, she's on Raw, so...
0: This is her fourth title reign, but none of the reigns have withstood her first defense. So yeah. I think that's the main thing.
1: Right. So it's an interesting concept. Yes, she's always wins on Raw, but, you know, will she? I don't think she's losing. Um, the rematch, you don't yeah. think? Yeah. Alexa Bliss, she's on the promotional material for the next pay-per-view, so I'm assuming the match on Raw will have no finish. And maybe they'll go towards a stipulation match. At No Mercy, I don't know what they could do stipulation-wise. Um, maybe you have, like, Nia Jax interfere on Raw and they do a cage match. That would be cool. So, nonetheless, I think the feud's continuing for the foreseeable yeah. future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything about the match? I
0: mean, you said oh, basically. No. I, yeah, okay. I said my piece.
1: Uh, I'd give it a 4 out of 10. Moving forward, we had what I believe to be the second best match of the SummerSlam card itself. Not including the pre-show. You just made the list! Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose against Cesaro and Sheamus for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Yeah. I feel like I looked at both the women's matches, both the tag team matches, and I was thinking how they were different, how they were better. The New Day match, move-wise, and, like, the spots were crazy, but this match had such a good story behind it. And the, just the way they built it along was so good i gave it four and a quarter stars i just absolutely loved i don't know if cesaro ripping up the beach ball gave me an unconscious quarter star to add to it but it was just i thought cesaro
0: it was, was the realest guy in the room the ending you can't
1: teach that. the ending was great i love how just just everything the way it was built the way it went down it was a really well wrestled match cesaro and seamus are excellent at tag team psychology yeah um, yeah. Which I also thought was better than the first tag match on the pre-show. For me, just the way they work together, they gel together. It was I just even thought, better than
0: Usos versus New Day. That's what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Because I didn't know I know, but the six-man tag.
1: Oh, God. No, uh, the six-man tag is out of the equation. No, I, I thought because so. Because the SmackDown tag match was really great, don't get me wrong. But like I said, that was a spotty match, in my opinion. Yeah. This match from start to finish had story behind it, built mm-hmm. moments. Psychology. And the win made sense. Yep. So, yeah, no, I was totally to with it.
0: I was totally with yeah. it. Um I like that Sheamus and Cesaro finally have matching tights for the night they lose their titles. Yeah, right. Only a year later. Matching kilts. Yeah. Well, <laughs> kilts and tights. You kilt's saw and, the bar? Kilts and tights, yes. They got the bar. They don't just get drunk at the bar. They are the bar. They are the bar.
1: That's right. And then a very weird booking decision, in my opinion, is the next night on Raw. I imagined as soon as the- Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose won, I was like, wow, imagine a Hardy Boys-Ambrose-Rollins match. They, they wanted it to blow feel like their big, wa- yeah. yeah, but why not have Cesaro and Sheamus, like, interfere? Like, have them wrestle a really good match, and literally up until, like, the last moment when maybe one of the teams, like, Jeff Hardy's going for a swanton. Yeah. You have Cesaro and Sheamus come out. And it would have been even cooler, because they showed it on the screen already, so we would think that they weren't coming out. Right. And then you build to a triple threat match at No Mercy. So- I just don't understand why you would have them... Just have a, I mean, it was a great match. Another The match was great on Raw. Yeah. But I just don't know why...
0: And it was just a clean finish. Yeah, right? so now, like, why should... Yeah, uh, Seth Rollins well, pinned, I think, Matt. It was a really good match, I mean...
1: It was, but I just feel like, why... So now the Hardy Boys, in my opinion, aren't viable contenders for the championship at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, they kind of already weren't. They had just lost no, their but, I mean, multi-month you, uh, series with the champions.
1: I, yeah, I know. But, yeah. I just felt like they were protected in kind of both... Yeah. Like, the cage match was, like, literally a matter of who can jump out of the cage first. And even the Iron Man match, you and I talked about the fact that, like, Jeff Hardy so much time. Yeah, it was very like close so at the time. end, yeah. So, but, uh, but, yeah, so it was a great match, and I'm assuming we'll get the rematch at No Mercy.
0: Yeah. Uh, moving forward. The rematch for Sheamus and Cesaro versus Seth and Dean. Yes. Yeah, to be clear.
1: So, n- moving forward may have been the biggest disappointment for me. Um, Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. The demon was great. The entrance was great. Yep. Uh, I feel like they could have done something a little different. Like, they used to with takeovers. They would invent different things, or he'd come out doing different things, or... I don't know. It was great. You mean for me the
0: entrances, or for the... Yeah,
1: like, he had the chainsaw at one of them, and the other one, there were, like, multiple demons. Yeah, or, I mean, this is, I don't still, know. this
0: is still only the second appearance of the demon on the main roster, yeah, too, I, so... I guess. Let's not blow this out of proportion. Um, they want to establish it.
1: Yeah, so... But the match for me was just... I, I, mm, I don't know. It was it wasn't bad. I gave it three and a quarter stars. It was just like It was kinda like their match on like Raw I feel like I could have booked like so much paint on. Yeah, literally. I actually think their match on Raw was a little better. Deja vu. He broke yeah. out the nineteen sixteen, which was cool. Yeah. Um I don't know, I just feel like in my mind I could have booked like so many different near nearful spots or you know, Finn goes for the coup de grace and Balor catches him and the Sister Abigail and Balor kicks out. I don't know. I just And I don't know if it would even continue because Bray Wyatt wasn't even on Raw. So what happens with them now? Finn Balor was forced to beat Jason Jordan and... Why no, it's nowhere so to be strange. found yeah. I, why do, you,
0: why, do you have any guess as to why they did that Balor versus Jordan match
1: I mean it does seem like Jason Jordan was very like and Do you know if he was very pouty to Kurt Angle Like I really want an opportunity
0: A little bit yeah He did say he didn't right, want to take you advantage can have Balor, so. He did say he didn't want to take advantage
1: Yeah but he also acknowledged it To the point where Angle was like oh alright Well you're saying that so now I'm going to give you what you want You know what I mean that's like me saying, like, you know, oh, I really need off from work, but, you know, it's all right.
0: Like, but I don't want to ask. I'll and stay then, home. And then your boss says, yeah. all right, just have off. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I don't know. If you're, well, it's like that if your boss was your dad. Sorry. <laughs>
1: just, yeah, t- true. To, to complete
0: the analogy.
1: So, I don't know. Am I being harsh? I mean, three and a quarter stars is a good match for yeah. me. So yeah, So, yeah, I yeah. did yeah. not enjoy it. I just thought it was very... Nothing inventive. They had high
0: hopes, as did I, that they would get a little bit more creative. than Yeah, they I mean, the did, character the
1: work was, eh. You know, they, yeah. they did the spot with the, you know, he goes on his hand and Balor was in phase. That was all right.
0: Yeah, I wish they would would have done the demon crawl towards
1: Yeah, him while
0: he was doing the exorcist thing. Absolutely. That would have been cool. I was kind of expecting that, and it never happened. I was like, wow, that's weird.
1: Imagine this, Wyatt's doing his handstand. So Wyatt's on the ground, Balor's going for the coup de grab. Wyatt does that hand thing.
0: The... Exorcist thing.
1: It's like the exorcist walk. Why it does the exorcist, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Inverted yeah, yeah. back thing and tries to scare Balor, but Balor still hits the coup de grace with him in that position. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just feel like I if I can think of this stuff, I'm sure somebody else in world wrestling entertainment can. That's yeah. just how I feel. Yeah, if you so, wanted
0: to. I mean if you wanted to try and you and should tell a good story, you should you should. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It's a very good point. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. <laughs> And viewer. Well put.
1: Moving forward, we have AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. Um, another weird one for me, because the wrestling was good. Uh, I gave it three and three-quarter stars, but I think the Shane McMahon involvement was way overdone, in my opinion.
0: Me, oh, absolutely. Personally, absolutely. But you knew know he was going to be a focus of the match. I mean, I did not think Shane that Shane McMahon, much. I wasn't surprised. He had like wasn't three surprised.
1: different bumps. I wasn't surprised by it. I don't know. I would have had the whole match clean, and then the ending just show up like that. I I just feel like it distracted from the move set, and they had to break up their own in-ring work to work on that, and
0: I don't know. Yeah. It was good. Um, Why can't they just just let them go out and have a five-star match, which they're fully capable of? Exactly.
1: And instead, three and three-quarters is a really great match for Kevin Owens and AJ Styles because they aren't capable of having a match below three and a half. Yeah. But, you know, I just feel like it was too much, and, you know, the whole one, two, three with AJ Styles' foot on the rope, Kevin Owens has a claim to say, you know, I did have him down for the three count, and the way I view it is that, how many matches have ended with the foot on the rope, but the decision stands?
0: That's what Kevin Owens was saying. And he he wasn't wrong.
1: He sounded like a sensible
0: heel. True. Well, see, the way I look at it, and I wish that Shane or AJ would have said this, is that the Shane involvement really didn't start until Kevin Owens pulled him on top of himself for AJ hitting the 450. That's when Shane first got involved. Which he so couldn't get Kevin up for Owens, like five minutes for. So if Kevin Owens wants to blame anybody for Shane's involvement in the match other than as an official, I think looking in the mirror would be a great place to start.
1: Yeah, but I don't think – I think that's apples and oranges considering the ending itself. Because I, I see what you mean, that Owens is the one that utilized him. But as a referee, you counted one, two, three. That has nothing to do with what Kevin Owens did prior. Yeah, but you counted one, before two, three, the bell rang, and you, you saw
0: the foot. That's happened before. I
1: don't think it was before that's the bell rang. R- I don't the, think it was before the bell the rang. The bell
0: didn't ring. The bell didn't ring. Because the ref counts the three and then calls for the bell. He counted the three, saw the thing, and then waved it off, and there was no bell. But how, did, but
1: how does he know that I just did and put his, his foot on the rope after? I mean, he, you know, I don't know. I just feel like if anything, they should have done that a little before three, right before three. Yeah. And he counts to three. But yeah. We yeah. see that. So I don't know. But the match was good, and then we have another match on SmackDown with a special guest referee, which I was sure was going to be like a maybe an NXT call-up or something surprise-wise. Yeah. You have boring ass Baron Corbin who is destroying <laughs> Corbin. Point. Boring, yeah. <laughs> Boring Corbin. Hashtag Boring Corbin. Um, I thought Sami Zayn, I love that. I thought that Sami Zayn was going to do it and he was going to screw Kevin. And then you yeah. have like maybe a triple threat match. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Sami and AJ. Like I love the Sami thing. And then that yeah. goes away. And you have Baron Corbin.
0: Like, really? In Brooklyn, you think it's going to get like a pop or something? I like the Sami thing, but it came out of left field, kind of, with Kevin Owens. Why would Kevin Owens? I mean, I guess they're trying to say that he doesn't really have anybody he could go and to. And Sami
1: Zayn is a good person, like, in his heart. And Kevin knows that, right, but Kevin Owens' heart out.
0: Right, but Kevin Owens is a heel, should want an advantage. That's why he's excited to get the opportunity to pick the referee at all, you know?
1: Well, I think the story wasn't necessarily an advantage, as he really truly believes, whether it's wrong or not, that Shane McMahon is against him. Which, like, that conspiracy theory. So I think he wanted someone more that would call it down the line. On balance, off balance doesn't matter. I'm better than you are, yeah. Yeah. And I see what you mean, though. So, Baron Corbin now, um, did you... Talk about the finish Because I actually Started drifting Are you able to like Just like recap Shane came out I remember seeing him Put the referee shirt on I know that AJ won But I remember like Drifting during the finish And I didn't care enough For a wind I just Um, fell asleep after
0: My co-host The drifter here I'm trying to remember What prompted Shane To come out Because I remember Baron Corbin was
1: pushing AJ Wasn't he or Baron Corbin Was getting physical with AJ Uh,
0: That's what it was Kevin Owens pushed AJ Into Baron Corbin And then Baron Corbin Started shoving AJ back As if he didn't know That Kevin Owens Was the source of it and then Baron Corbin pushed AJ into a roll-up by Owens. Owens got the two-count. That prompted Shane to come out. While Shane was arguing with Corbin, Owens hit a low blow on AJ. Uh. Corbin went to count the pin, and Shane pulled him out and said, don't. You said, Baron, you're allowing the same kind of bullshit that I did on Sunday. Shane ah, saw a low okay. blow. Corbin did not. Gotcha. And they're going back and forth, and Corbin says, fine, you want to do this? And takes off the referee shirt, throws it at Shane. And so they have a cool spot where Shane puts the referee's shirt back on, gets in the match, and Owen sees this and just kind of is like freaking out like, he's, like he can't believe what he's seeing. Because, you know, no, I'm supposed to be out of this. Yeah. It's like I'm back to Sunday getting screwed by this dickhead. And
1: what was the finished move, a phenomenal forum or a Styles Clash? Sorry, I didn't realize there was going to be a test.
0: It might have been both. Might have been a, I think it was a phenomenal... Oh, same thing as SummerSlam? Oh, shit, no, that was SummerSlam. I think feel it like pre- I remember I think it was a being form. Yeah, yeah, I feel
1: like I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then afterward did Kevin Owens and Shane have any type of physical altercation or did it go off the air?
0: Kevin Owens rolled out of the ring and it went off the air with Kevin Owens like seething okay. on the stage. Gotcha. With Shane holding up AJ's hand in the ring.
1: All right. So you think You got to keep them separated. Well, I hope they do keep Kevin Owens and AJ Styles separated. Yeah,
0: well that was it. As per Shane McMahon earlier in the yes. night. That's it. Kevin Owens is done getting US title shots as long as AJ is the champ.
1: See, but he didn't say as AJ. I know that's no, what he said, it is. No, he did say that. He said, See, I didn't hear that. He said, this is your last shot for the United States Championship. No, he
0: said, as long as AJ Styles is the champion, this is your don't last shot. I remember hearing that part. All right, I'll take your word for it.
1: So I think it's a safe assumption that I do like how this year, last year, there was backlash and Clash of Champions in September. Mm-hmm. This year, it's only No Mercy, and then October 8th is Hell in a Cell. So yeah. I'm assuming it's going to be Kevin Owens and...
0: Shane McMahon and Hell in a cell. cell, yeah, so. and then maybe you know Survivor Series teams, yeah, possibly. Uh,
1: and then we finally have the final two matches of the SummerSlam card. Yeah. We have finally reached the end. We finally made it. The WWE, oh, hours. actually, I said the biggest letdown. I lied. This was the biggest letdown.
0: Oh man! The
1: WWE yeah. Championship had, featuring a match featuring perennial jobber against the superstar <laughs> Japanese phenomenon. <laughs> who is the only person that Vince McMahon was shown shaking hands with when he signed a contract. Shinsuke Nakamura, um, two and three quarter stars. I'm sorry, I love you, Shinsuke, but that's all I can give this person That's high,
0: if anything. Um, I know this seems really, really sudden and just sort of unfair and cruel. But it's non-negotiable. But it's non-negotiable. I, you know. You like how the champ botched his finisher too? He didn't even put the Colossal. Oh, Yeah, my he God. didn't even, that wasn't even remotely resembling your finisher. And I really Ginger. try
1: and give Ginger credit sometimes, because there are some times where he'll show a flash of, you deserve this, Yeah, and other times you just don't, you and see, that was one of
0: them. A lot of it is on the WWE, because that's what you get. You take a guy who's only ever known how to do a job or match, and you suddenly expect him to do main event matches, even yeah. after three months of you know working with Orton, and I'm sure learning a lot. There's a limit to what this guy can do because he isn't what he knows.
1: But you know what? Saying that, again, booking it. Listen, I could have thought of something where you have, you know, Shinsuke going for the Kinshasa. The two guys come. The same finish happens. Sing Brothers. The same thing happens. Shinsuke kicks out. I feel like no one has kicked out of that move yet. And even if you wanted Shinsuke to lose, at least let him kick out of one. Yeah. That move is a pussy move. Yeah. And like you said, he botched it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they didn't expect that when they booked it. But even more so, like, kick out. Then you have Shinsuke go for Kinshasa, Jinder Mahal goes for a knee. Then you have Shinsuke finally hit a Kinshasa, and Jinder gets his foot on the rope. Singh Brothers come back, too. Like, I could have thought of, like, a two- to three-minute sequence that would have at least added that main event-style fast-paced. Yeah. Or you have, like, a forearm kick thing. Definitely. Shinsuke goes for, like, a dragon sleeper. Like, Mm -hmm. even if it's Jinder. No, you're right. A two- to three-minute sequence of something.
0: Interference be damned, it did not feel like a main event match at all.
1: And I'm telling you, I can't believe they let you and I said it, and that's what I was afraid of. Letting gender fall into the same trap that Randy Orton fell into. the same finish. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Outside interference here. In my moment of glory.
1: Like SummerSlam, really? You're not going to book a...
0: That's the only way this guy knows how to win in title match.
1: I was really shocked. Were you surprised when that was it, Or did you think that he was going to get
0: pinned once the oh. philosophy was No, I was surprised. That was it. I expected going to kick like, out. I was literally like... <gasps> yep. I didn't even talk. I shouted. When that three hit, I was like, no! Only
1: a lot louder. Yeah. So, and then on SmackDown, we have... Shinsuke versus the Sings. Um, so you get nothing! I don't know why they're doing like a j security wrestling and like they're. I mean, they were a legitimate tag team before this happened. Well, I they don't, don't have.
0: I mean, they have Bollywood boys tights. I mean. You well, know. I mean,
1: make something new then. I mean, Jinder claimed that they were going to be a part of the tag division at yeah. some point. So I thought that they were going to like. I don't know.
0: I thought they were going to be a part of the tag division next week once they separated with Jinder after he lost his title and had his rematch. Yeah. And lost that too.
1: I'm afraid I've got some bad news.
0: So Shinsuke beats the Singh
1: brothers and then hits a Konnchaza on gender, which should have happened at SummerSlam. Instead, it happens. It happened at the wrong night in the Barclays Center. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Holler if you hear me. And then we are finally at the main event, which was fucking wow, a main event. Yeah. Uh, and it may this not have lived up to the. Hype. Oh my god. And it may not have been a technical classic, but it did not need to be because it was no, exactly what no. it needed to be. Yep. A a car wreck, powerhouse, car wreck, a huge train um, derailment. I, I, did I tell you how I imagined like all three announce tables being broken? I almost, I feel like you mentioned that. I literally said like I would have done. I didn't yet. think
0: it'd be Brock in all three. In situations. All three. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, this was the place to do it for
1: sure. This is an example of a match that it, basically the way I booked it would have yeah. been. They booked it better. I'll admit. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They were a uh, bit more wishful. Braun was the right star match. of this
1: match. Although I did know that with how much spots he was getting and he wasn't winning. I just yeah. thought that was going to be too telegraphed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did love that he owned the match. owned everything. The yeah. spots they give him. And, you know, again, Mike online saying, you know, anyone can look like it when you're given the big spots. No. In the courts of wrestling, people have been given Big positions, big spots. Look at Ginger Mahal, for example. Yeah, it's how you live up to it, and he has yeah. exceeded all of it. Yep. Say that shit to his face, Mike. Online, um, Braun, not ginger. He is incredible. Pronouns, pal. Uh, the match was good. Joe, I kind of feel bad for. He didn't take the pinfall, but I do feel like he was kind of second fiddle in the match. Mm, definitely. Um, there was or a third. point. There was a point where I thought he was going to win when he got the cocaine clutch on right at the end sequence. Yeah, that was good.
0: Were you scared that they were going to redo the same finish from? Uh, Fatal Five Way? No, no, no. From uh, Lesnar versus Joe last month, when at one point, yeah. I just was a little upset that Joe would fall for the same thing. He's got the yeah. He's got the sleeper hold locked in, like off to the side, the same way that Lesnar was able to hit the F five last time out of it, and he did the same thing. I was thankful that the match didn't end there, but what the fuck.
1: I have to be honest though and my mom was like Oh I saw that coming When Brock was sent to ringside I thought that was it That was their way Of protecting him Really? I kind of thought There was going to be A new champion And When I thought, the
0: crowd was singing Goodbye you were yeah. like Wow that's appropriate Well
1: Yeah, I mean, like, just in general, I'm thinking, maybe they're going to put the title on Joe, just because I still didn't think Strowman was going to get the title at that point, based on what he did. So I'm like, Joe's going to win this match. And that
0: would be a way for Heyman and Lesnar to still come back and say, well, we weren't even in the match. Yeah, exactly. It was brilliant. I mean,
1: I do have to say that I was afraid that they were... At first recreating the formula of the triple threat match at the rumble which Cena Rollins how something similar happened. He wasn't sent to ringside, but he was put through a table and then out of the match and Yeah. Some people believe that's a way to like protect Brock from wrestling long, but I gotta
0: tell you, anyone who wants to give him oh, shit man.
1: he I'm good for him for the remainder of his career. At you this know point. what I thought
0: of when he came back three minutes after going through two tables and having a third put on top of him? Three minutes? I mean, it felt like three minutes. He came, five. he came back very soon after leaving. I thought about Roman at the Rumble when he was sent in at number one and taken out of it for like half the Rumble as the result of a way lesser beatdown. You know? Like, that's, no, yeah, that's how I, you take someone out and have them come back valiantly as opposed to what they did with Roman, oh, which is the polar I opposite.
1: completely agree. I'm not a good guy. I also think that putting him on a stretcher was, I mean, he came out of it, but I did think that like... Going through two tables, I get it. The table going on top of you, I mean, they wanted to say that it's heavy. You know that those tables aren't really that much. No, yeah. I, I like the drama it added, but I don't think that necessarily, like, he I didn't ask they, to be put I in the stretcher. I thought they were going to leave him buried. Yeah. No, right. And then that would have been a cool visual. Him, like, maybe ripping yeah. apart of the announce table or something. So the stretcher job I was iffy on. As a total, I enjoy it. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, he went through two tables. Yeah, that's going to hurt. But I feel like... In the course of history of hardcore and extreme rules matches, like, that's nothing that out of the ordinary, especially for someone like Brock Lesnar. But then I thought about the fact that Paul Heyman was the one saying, we need help, and he wasn't asking you to put in the stretcher. And then he came out of it, so I didn't have that big of a problem with it. I have to say that Strowman didn't really get any, like, near falls, necessarily. Uh, He got the one body slam on, I think, Rome or Brock he did get a near fall yeah, on somebody. Yeah, I forgot yeah, yeah. who. Um, but at one point, I'm like, they're fucking going to let Roman Reigns win this match. And my boyfriend uh, was like, Jimmy, like, really? He was like, you said every person's going to win. And I'm like, well, that's a damn good match then. Yeah. Because I literally thought that when you, yeah, one yeah, when of that every on person sure. got it.
0: Yeah. Um, and you didn't put any money on Roman. I was nervous you weren't going to have an Uber fare home. Yeah, right? No, I didn't have to <laughs> put any money on
1: Roman. Um he got uh, Lesnar kicked out of his spear, and Lesnar defeats Roman with an F5. Question, why would we care about a WrestleMania match between them now? Do you think that maybe be mean to that to out of the table? Because I gotta I say, know. that I kind think, of extinguishes them, a lot of the heat for that program for me.
0: I think to them, now Roman has something to prove because he's been pinned by Lesnar.
1: I'm not a good guy. Yeah, I mean, I guess... Be, it, I mean, I mean guess if he wins
0: the Rumble, then that's that's how the, what the build is going to be, that, you know, oh, well, Lesnar pinned you last time, he'll pin you again, now I can do it one-on-one.
1: Yeah, and, and I guess it also helps that Lesnar now finally has a pinfall on Roman, because at WrestleMania he didn't, mm-hmm. so now Brock can say, like, I pinned you.
0: Well, the, yeah, they didn't have a... Neither had a pinfall on the other. Right, but yeah. Now yeah. Lesnar has the one-up, and I could yeah. see them... I could see them thinking, "Well, yeah. that's that's how you get to Lesnar and Reigns at WrestleMania." Yeah, I don't know. I just WrestleMania. Think, I just
1: feel like I would have cared so. Let me ask you then: Do you care more about a possible WrestleMania match between them because Roman was pinned, or do you care less?
0: Nothing they could do could make me. Care. I don't want to see Lesnar no. versus Reigns. Period. Listen, I don't either. But
1: I meant like thinking about the story as like a wrestling fan. Do you think that adds an added sense for you to watch the match, or Not do you feel biased. like me?
0: Where... I'm too biased. I'm like you. I, I just. All right. I, I feel less for excited to, for it for now. To,
1: I feel like if they wanted to do that match, I would have just had them be as far. Like Strowman versus Lesnar. Yeah, a way I thought that was WrestleMania done. Lesnar. I thought that was sealed for WrestleMania yeah. until I read just rumors about Strowman and Lesnar at No Mercy. I thought the same thing. Uh, you gotta
0: keep them separated. So the
1: next night on Raw, Lesnar comes out. Paul Heyman does his usual shtick. Braun comes out, gives him two of the power slams. They announce Braun versus
0: Brock. I like it. Do you think Braun wins? I'm not that far ahead yet. Um, no. No? No. I think think there's there's a a good chance of a no contest, but I don't think there's a decisive winner between the two. At least at No Mercy. No Mercy. Because
1: TLC is the next pay-per-view for them after that, and I don't see Lesnar working it. So, I don't know what they would do at TLC then. So, I don't know. Um... We've got time
0: to Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's the SummerSlam that.
1: card. Anything else you have to say about SummerSlam?
0: Um, no. Takeover was a better show. Absolutely. SummerSlam happened and uh yeah, I feel like we pretty much thoroughly gone over the way I felt about it. Rollercoaster of emotions as it were. Yeah.
1: Was. So on Monday Night Raw, we discussed the relevant matches and what happened uh just some things to know. Big Cass is injured. He was in a street fight with Enzo Lore,
0: which I personally found not even necessary to have. No. Um especially in hindsight. Yeah. That man, that timing sucks. Yeah, he couldn't so he couldn't just he couldn't have just fallen the other way into an empire elbow and gotten the pin, you know? Yeah. Once he's like slapping the rope, I'm like, oh man, he's yeah, pissed because he real, realized real right like, he he well he realizes like, man, I really wanted to at least finish the match. And I think because the Empire Elbow even was early. I don't think that no would have happened there if he landed fine. On the outside, Um, so Big Cass
1: tore his ACL in that match and medial meniscus, very Mm. similar to uh, Seth Rollins' injury, essentially. Yeah, was that your Uh, guess?
0: I feel like I am becoming a knee surgeon. I did think ACL. Yeah, I thought ACL, ACL. MCL, or
1: meniscus. Any combination. uh, He's out for nine months, so I do kind of think that they could do something where, like Enzo was getting beat down by somebody, and Big Cass comes out, and you think that Big Cass is going to like hit on Enzo, but they reform. So maybe this is a chance to reform them. I think that they should be together still. Maybe. Uh, Enzo, on the other hand, debuted on 205 Live this week after Tozawa and Neville. Yeah. Um, And you can't teach that! uh, Yeah, I see them having a championship program. I don't see Enzo winning it, but that's where he's going to be. Apparently. Gives him something to do, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Well, people have speculated for a while that he was 205 Live. Bound. Mm. And Yeah. We'll see. I mean, he's not a threat, as we know. Like Like, no. maybe he's a little bit more of one on 205 amidst That's the, the yeah. um, more yeah. aptly-sized guys.
1: And then the other big news coming out of Monday Night Raw is the free agent, John Cena, is now on Monday Night Raw. And yeah, I mean, we knew that was going to happen. Of course. And he comes out. He says, I'm only here for one person. Roman Reigns comes out, and he's surprised for a moment, and then goes, you're exactly who I wanted to see. And oh, did he just, seem
0: surprised? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: It was, like, pointing to the crowd and... By the way, I hated John Cena on Raw. I feel like he almost, like, has heat with Roman backstage because he seemed to almost, like, mock that entire segment. I don't know. It was too—John Cena has, like, an on and off switch, and I thought that this program would be handled very differently, and I'm already very— Because I am excited for an eventual match between them, I have to say. I am interested to see how it would play out, how the story would go. I just feel like he didn't take it seriously, and— yeah, he definitely um,
0: didn't seem to be taking it too seriously. And
1: then we have the Miz come out. Miz cuts a good program oh about the, what did he say, the bark. The bar's case. The it bar's got off case, to a shaky start. The bar's
0: case. Uh, center. He tried to say that off the cuff line to acknowledge how he was. But he was heated. I empty, like how in he In an empty arena and, match the night yeah. before. Yeah, I would have liked it. He was slightly less heated enough to actually get the line out effectively.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, he's also done that to other people, though. So I guess you could see that it's come up in terms when people make him a mistake True. or something. True. True. Then uh, Samoa Joe comes out, and there's a match book for the main event. Samoa Joe and The Miz versus John Cena and Roman Reigns. Uh, John Cena pins The Miz, and where do we go from here? Because I yeah. don't know. I'm thinking about a possible feud of four-y for the IC Championship.
0: Yeah, I don't see that. Maybe Reigns and Miz, but I think you're going to go with Cena and Joe for right now. Okay. For no mercy, at least. Because you're obviously not going to do Reigns and Cena right away. And I don't The Miz, I think Cena that was more
1: of don't forget. I mean, I don't think they will, but they have done CNN Styles and Mind the Bank when people were wondering why the hell this is happening.
0: Yeah. What the fuck happened? But we wound up seeing that it was because they had no finish.
1: Yeah. I mean, I still would have rather that. I told you how I would have booked that program to have the first one-on-one meeting be yeah. at SummerSlam. But uh, so I don't know how you get to WrestleMania though from here. Do you have like one of them become champion and one wins the Rumble? I mean, or are, is Maybe. it still Roman and Brock?
0: These are all the questions I was left with because, I mean, are you going to do Cena versus Reigns at the Rumble?
1: I don't know. Could I you mean, possibly
0: do it before WrestleMania? Could you do it at Survivor Series?
1: I think Roman and Cena could have been not as big as, but on a similar level, maybe a tier below Rock and Cena. And yeah. right yeah. now, I'm not, I don't know. I just feel like the Brooklyn crowd was not the right crowd. If they were in like a more family-friendly crowd, that place would have went crazy for that. I
0: feel like they were expecting Cena, like they were expecting it to be more of a surprise to people that Cena was on Raw. I think. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I
1: think that's everything for Raw, right?
0: It was a pretty big Raw. I mean, with the tag match, yeah. they had some good matches, and they felt like they tried to make it feel important, which to some degree they did.
1: So, Wishful Booking, the name of the show. On SmackDown Live, we saw the debut of the glorious Bobby Roode. Yeah. And it was handled oddly. Uh, he Not had so a com- glorious. competitive match with Aiden English, and he was yeah. a babyface. Um you know, he looked good in the match. He won yeah, the match. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, I I do think it should have been shorter and, you know, his Agreed. promo afterwards wasn't super babyface. It was
0: Yeah, it could have it could have gone either way. Um could go either way. I
1: see. I'm not a good guy. So, what I would have done is I would have had Cena come out cuz they were marketing all day uh I forgot what the verbiage they were using about a famous superstar coming Um, or something like that. And back when they did that, well, they did it twice. They did it once with a multi-platform superstar and people were excited and it was The Miz and that led to the return of Chris Jericho. Right. They also did it in 2010. Those vignettes led up to The Undertaker's return February 21st, I believe. And then Triple H came out and that's their first program at WrestleMania 27.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So I thought that, that would, would have been really cool to have John Cena in the ring. Don't do Roman Reigns right now. You have Glorious come out. You do Bobby Roode, John Cena feud at No Mercy.
0: It would have been a good way to make Bobby Roode feel important. Yeah, which he his, is. Upon his debut. Nobody does it better. And also, you know, cause, so you had texted me that before Raw. And then just to follow up with you to check in before SmackDown Tuesday night, I texted asking you if you had any... Expectation of seeing Rude Tuesday, and you said no. Yeah. So sorry, you are on the record for both of those. Yeah. But you were right insofar as there really it wasn't. Been better. There really My wasn't. Way been better. It would have been better. You're right because there really there's more room for a Rude on Raw right now than there is on SmackDown. Absolutely. Even though you moved John Cena over, you have Sami Zayn in a two minute backstage thing. He wasn't on SummerSlam. Ty Dillinger. He's nowhere Ty Dillinger. To be found. Yeah. Rusev. No nowhere. There's so to be found. much talent that you're not using. It's hard to argue. That Bobby Roode fits right now on SmackDown, which I completely agree with yeah. you.
1: So I'm thinking that because I anticipated a Rusev-AJ Styles program after I thought he would beat Randy Orton. That's mm-hmm. not happening. Yeah. So I think that they may go back to the well and do Bobby Roode and AJ Styles based upon the fact that really? they know that's a proven commodity already.
0: Yeah, I think Yeah, but so. you don't think people think TNA, first thing? Not everyone, no.
1: And I think Vince will know that they'll work well together. So yeah. I'd be excited to see that in WWE. And yeah. I think maybe you I, can I, have him attack wanna... AJ Styles after a match, or I'd
0: much rather see Rude go into a thing with Orton personally.
1: Well, I think that's another opportunity down the line. I mean, I'm trying to book long yeah. term here. I just, um, you know, I
0: finally have Rude in WWE. Yeah. I want to see him interact with somebody that I've seen him interact with a hundred times. No, you know, personally. Yeah,
1: no, um, I mean, they've done they've done that a few times in the past with people.
0: Wouldn't have been my first call,
1: but um, yeah, no. I think that you know, I'm looking for the future here. I think Orton and Rude definitely. Um, but I think in terms of match quality, I think Bobby Roode and AJ Styles would be much better than Orton and Roode, personally.
0: They would have different kind of matches. I mean, well, very different. Yeah. Uh, cause Rainey and Roode are both kind of, you could say, similar, boring yeah.
1: in the ring though. Well, together. they're both kind of
0: similar, similar right. style. That's I why I, I, I more personally. E- more
1: evenly matched. Yeah. Could, I mean, I could think could that maybe say. that's like a Royal Rumble match. In fact, match. I am
0: kind of saying. Yeah.
1: So, nonetheless, I'm excited about the possibilities and. Open challenge next week, you think? Yeah. Should be. Yeah, well, he said it. I mean, he yeah. kind of confirmed that. Maybe that's where you have a call-up or something like that. Or maybe. Maybe do Sami Zayn, Ty Dillinger. Maybe that's how you start getting them on the show. That'd be kind of interesting.
0: Do you think we're going to go with Shinsuke, gender part two, for the I mean, next Hell foreseeable the Cell, future?
1: Hell in the Cell is the next pay-per-view, which would make sense for the Singh Brothers gimmick. But yeah, I don't really know if I want Nakamura to win his first championship at Hell in a Cell. And I'm kind of thinking that he's eventually going to be gender, to be honest. I mean, he
0: should. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that's where it's yeah. going to go. To be oh, at like Hell in the Cell. Okay, that's a great point. So that's why they wouldn't have Shinsuke win at SummerSlam is because it makes more sense for him to win in an environment where the Singh brothers are kept out. Yeah, outside interference here. But like I said, I mean, I, yeah. I think he could have overcome the Singh brothers and Jinder. Nobody oh, would have batted in an eye. And it would still would have been better if he held Singh off brothers- on the Corbin cash in yeah. on the boring Corbin cash in
1: and the Singh brothers also went into the Punjabi prison so I'm sure they'll find their way in Hell to sell when the match happens
0: the structure
1: but yeah we have exciting things to come in the next coming weeks uh, we also Definitely. have a Facebook page we just started so go follow us on Facebook at wishful booking pod absolutely and in addition to that my name is Jimmy Moorcraft you could follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft and my
0: name is Liam Mcnulty. You can find me at Real Hugh Jackter. That's going to do it for us, folks. We will see you, or you will hear us next week. Hashtag Born Corbin. So
1: long. To you, ain't no stopping me uh, Ain't no stopping me. I'm unstoppable. Woo. I came from the bottom. So let me show you what I can do. This she boy, I'm big boy, I'm phenomenal. I push one, you all go fall. Like some down I came for it all. Don't just give me your ring. If you don't give me everything, then don't give me the thing. I'm demanding my respect. You know I'm sick with it, all alone on my throne. You gotta live with it. I ain't I just doing it. it now. Man, I bended it. I am cool as a breeze. I'm like the wind with it. This is a man's game. Lil' boy, run along now.